Hello, heroes, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm James D'Amato, your Game Master. This week, we are concluding our Flying Circus adventure. Flying Circus is still on Kickstarter and doing extremely well. It's already funded, so you know you're going to get it if you back. And it's smashed through stretch goals, including the System Mastery Blimp Leggers expansion stretch goal. So whether you want high-flying Golden Age of Aviation Adventure or a Prohibition-fueled Magical Romp, Flying Circus has your number. Before we get to the episode this week, I want to remind everybody that this Wednesday we have another episode of A Woman with Hollow Eyes, our Invisible Sun Twitch show. If you've been waiting to listen, now is the time to start catching up as we are closing in on our season one finale. Join us this Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. Central Time at twitch.tv slash oneshotrpg. And if you're looking to catch up, you can check out episodes one through nine on our YouTube page. While you're over on Twitch, be sure to check out our events for our newest program, premiering April 12th, Total Party Kill with John Patrick Cohen. JPC is going to sit down with some of his friends to play the legacy board game Gloomhaven. If you like Gloomhaven or JPC, I know you're going to like this show. That's going to be premiering Thursday, April 12th at 7 p.m. If you need a reminder, head over to our Twitch page and click on events so you can set one for yourself. As always, I'd like to take a moment to thank our backers on Patreon, though we don't have our individual thank yous yet recorded for 2018. Thank you all so much for your support. We wouldn't be able to do this without you. And with all of that out of the way, let's get to the show. So the male plan this whole time has just been booking it towards the town like, oh, my God. <laughs> uh, so it comes in. It passes by the balloon. It gets a nice little wave hello from the balloon. And you all follow it. There's little people in the baskets like, yay, good job. Uh, everyone looks very impressed as you start descending towards the airfield. And uh, you land and we do stress. Okay. So all right. everybody's got stress triggers on their character sheet. Let's look through our mission and see which ones we got hit. So I get a stress because my orders weren't followed. <laughs> um, when you finished a mission, get a stress. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you were fired upon... You were. I was, uh, but nothing got hit. Is that one and then one more for each of yeah. these? Okay, so that's another one. If you took a shot and missed, I never shot anything. Yeah. I mean, I never tried to hit anything. That should probably be one for the soldier if you went in the air and you didn't get to shoot anything. If you were wounded, I was not. If a comrade was wounded, they were not. If a comrade was lost, no. Any member, no, no, no. Didn't have to wing walk, but I really want to do that. <laughs> um, and if I caught on fire, no, I'm good. Cool. Yeah, you're, you're... A breezy three stress. Cool. Who's up next? Uh, I might only have two stress uh, because I finished the mission and I took a life. Um, but I didn't see a dead body in flesh. There were no great beasts. I didn't call out to my patrons for this one, though I was tempted many times. Um, you flew over water. Oh, I did fly over. I didn't realize we were over water. Yeah, I should have called to my patrons. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, uh, but nothing else. Like, the engine, I mean, stuttered, but, like, it didn't fail, really. Yeah. Um, I didn't burn my plane. And I had full fuel and nobody else was shot down. Cool. Did I take a life? I don't Did I just ground so. a plane? No, you I just grounded so. a plane. So yeah, I, think this was a, uh, I think this was a stress-free adventure for me. Uh, you don't even get one for finishing the mission? No. No, nope, wow. the, the, the farmer's I'm the only just, one who doesn't. I'm he just loves too good. <laughs> this no, is, this you, is where I live. You were really lucky with that one. Yep. Cool. So um, you, ar- you arrive in town. 
I'm going to make this a little interesting and throw, like, three stress at you guys for, like, all the fighting you guys have done with each other and stuff like that. For sure. Just so that you guys can get a proper drunk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so just an extra three stress each? Yeah, maybe this was just, like, a long mission. Yeah, I, th- I think yeah. that was definitely, like, we were seeing the tail end of this escorting the, the mail plane. So who knows what other shit you guys saw along mm-hmm. the way. There's, like, giant hawks that eat airplanes. There's dragons. <laughs> there's all sorts of shit. Clockwork soldiers. All right, cool. So um, so you guys arrive at the airfield. You put your planes down. Uh, and uh, you crawl out and do whatever rituals of kissing the ground or whatever that you do when you crawl out of your airplanes. Yeah, I have to sing a very solemn and otherworldly song as I wind up those combat-like intimidators oh, that I unfurled. That's really cool. Oh, nice. Before getting out of her plane, Ivana uh, takes a second and rereads an old yellowed love letter pinned to her dashboard. Oh, and uh, leaves the plane, takes off her flight mask dramatically. She has, uh, like, undercut black hair and throws the mask in the plane. Cool. You don't have a flight mask, I don't think. No, no. <laughs> covered in oil. <laughs> like, the, the engine of your plane sticks out through the front, like, through the top of the, the thing, so you are just soaked. Excellent. I love it. Reminds me of home. Uh, a rag is thrown in your face. <laughs> Clean Vindle, up, Vendel. We have things to do. Vendel is beside himself with excitement. He uh, He's just climbing out of the plane. Oh, Sleek, that was amazing. That, you, you see him catch on fire. Look at that. And Oh, man. <laughs> I think uh, because like it takes a while to finish this post-combat ritual, yeah. uh, like... Zlieg does not stop singing um, and sort of turns to you in his flight mask, which, like, I think some of the dark oil is dripping off of the tentacles in the air as he's slowly cranking back these uh, combat flares. Um, but eventually, like, he'll he'll uh, wrap up and come to you. That was some nice shooting. Oh, thanks. I'm toweling my face off as I'm like, thanks, it's, thanks. Knowing what I know about motor oil and skin, it's not doing anything. Right. It's just <laughs> swirling patterns are emerging. You are getting better at this. Thank you. So uh, as you guys are, are sort of commiserating about your mission, and this is probably where the stress is happening, is you recall what happened, and there's that, like, I survived! And also, how did I survive? Um, you see in the background that the... People are rushing out towards the little mail, mail carrier, and the guy takes like a, you know, boxes and, and a big sack of letters sent between various places. The mail takes forever in the post-apocalypse, and so when it arrives, it's a big deal. And um, people are like marveling over the things that have been sent. Like there's a can of gasoline that everybody thinks is just like the amazing, and everybody starts bringing their own packages to load the plane back up. And what, all what that do stuff. we use to fuel our planes? Uh, Whatever you guys can get your hands on and whatever your engines run on, which is a lot of the 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 like fuel in this is organic and smelly and awful. Um, Turnip I mean, based. For me, it's got to be whale. I was just having oh, like whale oil. Nice. I was kind of imagining the electric a- engine being like hand cranked. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's like bicycle pedals. Or sure, that <laughs> rules. <laughs> yeah, the basic idea is that like mineral oil is the good stuff and is worth a lot and everybody else brews, refines, makes whatever they can. Like, I like the idea of there being some sort pole. of high yield whale or fish in the ocean that's like 
everybody's after because it uh, is good for playing fuel. Some dishonored stuff. It's like mm-hmm. bright blue and yeah. fluorescent. <laughs> All right, cool. So um, the this game happens in phases. So the important phase after landing is drinking. Mm-hmm. Well, the pleasure phase. The part where yeah. you go and work off all that stress. You guys don't want to go back into the air with stress. Mm-hmm. Because there's a chance that you will sit down in the cockpit, get everything ready, get ready to go, and then have a nervous breakdown. So, to prevent that, you guys have to get rid of stress. And to do that, you have to live the most hedonistic <laughs> lives that you possibly can. Whatever that means to you. Mm-hmm. So, the town, this sleepy little town in the Alps, it's pish, picturesque. It's got, you know, those wooden frame buildings and thatched roofs, and it's got everything you could possibly want to go crazy and make, and basically ruin this place. So, what do you do? Well, all Vindel wants is to kind of head to the tavern and hold court, tell the exciting tales of the adventures that were just had. I and mean, that's, that's his goal, and I'm sure. History has shown that as the evening progresses, you know, by the by the end of the night, it'll be, oh, there were 20 sky pirates, <laughs> a flying fortress. There was all sorts of, mm-hmm. oh, the danger, the thrills. So that's his, that's his ideal evening. Cool. Uh, so you're off to the tavern. What about, uh, what about you? So I, I think Zlieg needs to add to his tattoos. He needs to get a tattoo of planes being wrapped in loving uh, octopus-like flames. Uh, And I I think the style is sort of like very blocky ink caricatures of people and sort of like angular looking. Well, I guess, no, they'd be cyclopean uh, looking depictions of like these fire jets that look like octopus legs just wrapping around people and it looks very very grim but it gets added to the story on his back cool so what do you I, use to tattoo yourself i well I, I that's a good question what what sort of materials do they i have think you you probably you take your kit along with you well um, i can't do it myself obviously i am so I think you draw them too. Would have to be the, like you draw them and you hand them to a tattoo artist and yeah. you get them done in various levels of of goodness. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the one of the Fisher characters that in one of my test games is is uh, their boyfriend is the tattoo artist for them. Um, so yeah, you probably you know search the town for somebody who does tattoos and find some like old soldier or something yeah. and like hand them a sheet of paper and probably like. Um, like probably like mineral dyes or whatever. I'm also imagining like a gas powered tattoo machine. Oh, yeah. it's really loud and it's smoky. I mean, whale oil powered. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I love... think maybe you have a vial of like squid ink or. Yeah, yeah. that's it. The, the, the squid ink has to be done in uh, that. Those are the blacks. Like they all mm-hmm. have to be done in squid ink and I've got gray skin. Um, I kind of feel like there is also something that looks like Quicksilver, um, but gives you like sort of a shining silvery finish Ooh, as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. So we have to use that. And the, uh, the other color is like, even on the grayer and bluer hues uh, of my people, like it ends up looking a very bright crimson red. Um, the, so I'm imagining the little tattoo machine having the little rotary engine like an airplane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like pull the cord and yes! it's just yeah. spinning in the background as they work. Sounds like a very small chainsaw. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. So uh, the tattoo like tent or something has like a vent, 
Like yeah. smoke is just, just billowing out of yeah. this like flap in a tent. Um, Ivana knows the deal. So I'm going to follow Vendel. Okay. A uh, little bit to get drunk, a little bit to keep an eye on him. A uh, little bit to, you know, sit around and enjoy this like wide-eyed pilot telling his story just because she's been there. Cool. So let's everybody pick up 2d6 and roll plus daring. Uh, there is no d6 on the table. Oh, d10s. Fuck. Okay, cool. Ah, that's what happens when you change your game. <laughs> Great. All right. Well, how did everyone do? Uh, I got a 14, uh, or actually 16 after daring. Cool. I got a 5. Nice. I got a 10. Excellent. So you two miss, and you have a, a full success. So your full success is pick three dares. Ooh. Uh. Do something physically dangerous or irresponsible. Be gravely financially irresponsible. Reveal a dark secret about your character to a comrade. Find a way to break trust with a comrade. (sighs) Confront or upset authority. Or make a romantic connection. Oh, man. So, you've got to pick your three. You two missed, Mm -hmm. which means I get to pick. Oh, Mm. there we go. That's how it works. And if it helps at all, I distrust Ivana. Yeah. Oh, so the other thing is, by doing each of these dares, you remove one stress. That's how this works. Uh, also, all of you get to remove one stress for engaging in whatever excess you just did. Okay. So, drinking and tattooing, mm-hmm. which counts. Um, so, yeah, this is basically all of you, through drinking or getting a tattoo and feeling awesome about it, are starting to formulate bad choices. Mm-hmm. So, let's, let's go with... Um, I think you have to uh, you have to confront or upset authority. You have to make a romantic connection, and you have to be gravely financially irresponsible. Uh, you have to do something physically dangerous or irresponsible. You have to uh, reveal a dark secret about your character, and um, I'm going to say you also have to confront and defy authority. That's what I do. Yeah. So this little town. Uh, it hasn't got a name because I didn't bother naming it. Um, but it's got like little town guards. It's 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 beautiful in that Ghibli way. It, you know, uh, guards in little guardhouses and you know long coats waving to you as you pass by. There's like a beautiful bakery and bread. You know, the smell of bread is way, uh, wafting out of it. And you guys enter the tavern as just nearby you're getting tattooed mm-hmm. with this horrible machine <laughs> uh it's got like um it's got to be like a needle made from like fishbone like yeah, yeah. oh yeah obviously it has <laughs> oh, no to. i think yeah his ne- like the needle that they have at the shop like their needle is metal but i have to carry around this fishbone needle yeah. instead uh-huh. yeah uh so you guys arrive at the tavern it's you know it's the classic germanic like stone uh mugs and you know, there's a, a propeller above the bar because that's yeah. what is, is in every bar. Pints the size world. of your chest. Yeah, it's ridiculous. They have one beer that they brew locally. Um, and it's it's starting, it's it's like early morning. So you guys are coming in, or yeah, it's early morning. You guys are coming in to drink and like it's basically nobody's there, but they know that pilots are coming. Yeah, we haven't slept all night. <laughs> yeah, but they know pilots are coming. So you got the the... You know, the young people are there to, like, listen to your stories, and the bartender is there to make a killing on tips. Mm-hmm. So, um, you guys start drinking, and you get your tattoo, 
And well, let's cut forward a little bit, like two hours. Mm-hmm. Where is everybody in two hours? Uh, so Ivana is the only person in the bar who's drinking schnapps instead of beer. Did you bring it yourself? Uh, if I have to. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I think she stock. keeps <laughs> I think she keeps a bottle, um, but she's drinking straight from the bottle. Okay. Um, and she's kind of removed from the situation, but keeping an eye on everything. Because uh, while um, while Vendel is telling stories, she's spotting a couple of like gruff-looking guys who seem like they want to get in trouble. Nice. Yeah, so you, you, you find a couple of... Uh, like, are you looking for like air trouble or are you looking for like ruffians? Oh, I'm looking for ruffians. Okay, there, yeah. There's a bar fight brewing and uh, Ivana kind of spots it a little early. A couple of minutes before she feels like it's going to happen, she goes to sit down with them. What did you say to incite a bar fight? Oh... <laughs> Well, maybe if the local pilots could do their jobs, <laughs> right, I wouldn't so have had to come in from the turn of farm. Are the local pilots? Yeah, yeah, yeah obviously. Yeah. Yeah. They've got but, their, they're like, they're, they've got leather jackets and like mm-hmm. their goggles up, and like yeah. they're trying to do their best to look like dashing pilots, but they're like the local militia. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> they've got one plane. Yeah, they take turns <laughs> flying it. Uh, yeah, I. I'm doing everything I can to not look drunk, but I'm clearly halfway through my bottle of schnapps. Yeah. And uh, I feel like I'm doing an okay job, but not to Vendel. Like, Vendel sees the cracks. Yeah, so actually, I think the way that this goes is you say that you are not reading the room. You look over and you're like, oh, she's looking a little... And then at that moment, a fist just comes at your face. (laughs) So, your tattoo is just getting done mm-hmm. when you hear the start of the bar fight next door. Uh, which <sighs> presumably is somebody being thrown through a window or something like that. Probably not the first time. Yeah. Um, I, I think uh, with that, he like he stops leaning forward um, and he stretches a little bit, and the way he stretches is just very unnatural looking. Yeah, it's, and I, I think a lot of the prayers that my people do, like we sit, is singing through our gills, so it just sounds oh. very inhuman and unnatural. And there's a prayer that he has to utter that when you get a tattoo, it closes up. That, that there's got to be, in my mind, a reason that you don't get infections constantly having to get tattooed every time you do anything. Cool, yeah. Um, And maybe there's, like, a patch of fish skin that he, like, lays over it, and it's sort of, like... Yeah. uh, Gets absorbed into his body for a little bit. He turns around, and, like, I think the tattoo people were already kind of on edge. Yeah, they don't... They're a little... They like your money, but they don't like you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, if you'll excuse me, um, I believe there is blood that must be spilt. Uh, and he like sh- he smiles like a very toothy smile that's too wide. And I think also uh, his people have like rows of shark teeth. Yeah. Um, so like there's there's his teeth and like interior teeth that can like flip up oh, as God. as he loses them. I, I love that like. People do different levels of alienness for the the fishers, and I think it's just like how far out to sea they were. <laughs> you know, like some people are just like look a little sick and biologically goth, and some people are like, "No, I'm a shark person." <laughs> <laughs> 
he'll throw his jacket on. I, I don't think he will. He wears any like shirt or anything underneath it. He's just got his long coat. Can I can I say that perhaps <laughs> being freshly tattooed, you do not throw your jacket on and you go shirtless to the tavern? Yeah, I'll, I'll throw it over the one shoulder that wasn't uh, tattooed um, as I walk towards uh, this. <laughs> I walk towards this uh, tavern and I think because I know, I just know that is my companion in there in this mm-hmm. fight. There is, again, this sort of low hum that's sort of coming from my gills that mimics the sound of our airplanes, um, <laughs> which is like our sort of warning cry. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so so good. inside the, the tavern, it's wild. It's, you know, people are punching each other left, right. Basically, the older people, the older people at the bar, which is to say, like, people in their mid-20s, and uh, the pilots have teamed up against uh, the young people who are listening to the stories and you guys, while everybody else tries to clear out through the one door in the place. (laughs) So you arrive at the door and everybody just, like, looks at this gray, freshly tattooed, gilled, shirtless dude and, like start spreading out as quickly as possible back into the bar and that makes the fight way worse and uh, so what are you two doing to avoid getting your asses kicked so i see the way that ivana fights in a bar fight very similarly to how uh she fights in the sky it's very like minimalist and calculated so she doesn't move a lot she moves exactly as much as she needs to um so she's barely dodging hits and the second that she sees a bit of escalation, she breaks off her bottle of sna- of schnapps and is not messing around. So this is you're you're bringing this fight to an end real quick and in your favor. Yes, because fights are not meant to last. This is <laughs> this is not stress relief. I came here for stress relief. If they want to get in a fight, I'll give them a fight. Okay, roll. Uh... Roll press the issue, which is the the dealing with stuff, and you're going to roll plus hard because you're doing it with intimidation or force. I really am. A lot of moves in this game can be rolled different ways. Depending uh, on that what is you're doing. nine plus two is eleven. Eleven, cool. So partial success. Uh, so you will you can end this fight, but they'll need something from you first, which in a bar fight situation probably means they're going to steal something from you. Uh, they'll resent this and make you pay later, or they'll do only the bare minimum, which is to say they'll probably take the fight outside and beat some people up there. Um, no, I'm okay with regretting this later. Cool. Yeah, so you, I, I imagine you break the bottle off and you go for somebody and the bar just fucking stops. Like, you know, it's, it's like somebody hit pause and, you know, somebody's midway through punching somebody else and everyone... Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> somebody gets stabbed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, yeah, you you straight stab somebody mm-hmm. then. Fine. Uh yeah, you 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 stab one of the pilots with this this bottle of schnapps and he like in the neck. Like it's oh. gross. And so his buddies like grab him and start pulling him out. He's bleeding over his leather jacket. Everybody's pressed up against the walls away from you and you guys are standing alone in the middle of the bar. Ivana stares down the pilots as they're walking out. Yeah. All right, so who had to do something physically irresponsible? I did. Go ahead and erase the stress. Thank you. (laughs) All right, cool. So uh, you guys have made a mess of the tavern. What now? (laughs) Fraulein, although a welcome was warm, I am afraid that you may be wearing it out rather quickly. We're just getting started. Yeah! Another round! (laughs) In my defenses, League, they started it. 
I'm sure they did. Well, Vendel started it, but it's done. And if we don't finish it, that's how we do. They owe me half a bottle of schnapps. There is no schnapps in this town. <laughs> I'm aware. Oh, unless is that something that the barman look- yells? Yeah. Well, unless you want to go looking for it. <laughs> no. All right. Uh, so what next with all of you? You've, you've trashed the tavern, and you all have objectives. Well, I think that I, in the immediate aftermath of kind of things clearing out from the tavern, I want to seek out the proprietor. Now that I'm a little, things are a little calmer now and just say, oh, I'm really sorry about all this. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll make it up to you. I'll, I'll right, make good so for it. I'm going to say that the, the tavern owner is like, tries to be welcoming because you've given him a lot of money and very welcoming because he figures you have a lot of money and starts talking about like all the, like, if you want to make this right, you know, we have to pay for new tables and we have to pay for a new roof because, you know, you threw that guy like so far and like. At a certain point, is clearly just telling you about things that have long been broken at the tavern and trying to guilt you into paying for them. Yeah, I'm eating it up. Yeah, saying, cool. yeah there's well, no well, way I'll this dude that. knows that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, right. that's that sounds fun. I we we got I got I got you. You that is gravely financially irresponsible of you. So go for it. We're not playing with the finance rules right now, but you would regret that. <laughs> I have stress to get rid of, too, and you had Dark Secret as one of your stresses. Yep. So I think uh, Zlig is going to take this opportunity to sit down and check in with you. There's a couple of leftover uh, mugs of beer, mm-hmm. and I, I grab a couple of them and kind of set it on a table in a corner where it's kind of calmed down. So you pull a table back onto it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think uh, because of the fight, one of them got some blood spilled in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zlig grabs that one, takes a sip, and as he does, his eyes roll over white. Oh, oh no. <laughs> I feel like that's a ritual mm-hmm. of uh, Zlig and Ivana. Like, I feel like, you know, stuff happens, chaos inevitably happens mm-hmm. and we get a calm drink or like a cup of tea and just shoot the shit no Fraulein, it is not as though i don't appreciate uh, the taste of blood in my drink but this is the fifth fight that someone else has started on our journeys together and i cannot help but wonder is it really an external problem that we are dealing with so I raise my mug to our victory. Mm-hmm. In the background. <laughs> yeah! Really? yeah! I, I think I can fix this one. And I trust you now, because we've toasted to our victory. Excellent, excellent. She looks at her mug and sighs, and I, I take a long sip and I put it down. A few years ago, a few years ago, somebody very important to me, well... I wasn't fast enough and I wasn't aggressive enough to save her. That is unfortunately the cost of the sky sea. It uh, it takes. It the only thing it has to give is danger, yeah? And then you get called beneath the waves. That's a fair point. I promised myself at that point that if I saw a fight coming, I would end it. I don't have time to play with, and she kind of points her nose at uh, the door. Idiots who just want to 
angrily punch at strangers. If they want to fight, I'll give them a fight. It'll be quick and nasty and done. Is that why you have run away from your life? I don't mean to offend, Fraulein. It's just, I have seen the way you swim through the sky, and uh, it is not the swimming of the type of person who should be escorting mail carriers for small villages. You have the heart of a warrior. She swipes her hair away from her face, revealing like most of the scar that goes into her hairline. My commanding officer gave me this burn for who I loved. They're lucky they survived it. I see. In the place that I am from, we all carry scars of those that we love. Uh, And he rolls, like, like he, he... holds out uh, his arm and you can see like these sort of spiraling intricate tattoos this comes from the man o war it lives just off the beach in our village uh, swimming and fishing and boating are very very important in Blutmore, but the sea is not so accommodating uh, and love can hurt there um and like you can see on his other arm barely looks like an arm anymore it's been layered over by these swirling scars so i know the cost of love i know i know the pains that it brings with it i i do pity that the place you were from could not recognize it Fraulein. do you feel like it's worth it Sometimes, sometimes I wonder. Yeah, it can be difficult. When I was not yet a man, I watched my mother fly off into an angry cloud. And she was held by the tentacles of the sky. And I never got to see the story written on her back, written to completion. That's a shame. It is. I know it is because she was called beneath the waves. And and she she sits now beside this throne. And she has a place of honor. And someday I hope to join her and sit beside her as well. But the time that I spend without her, it is an aching, stygian absence. So let's... Let's make a promise to each other. And I look down at the mug again. And then over at Vendel, who's, you know, shifting chairs and fixing up the bar as much Vendel, as he can. Vendel is missing. Oh, you're just gone? <laughs> but I'll... <laughs> okay, fair enough. Looks up, like, towards... Looks for Vendel, and then looks outside and sighs loudly. <laughs> Let's promise each other to take care of the family we have left. Yeah. Yeah, this is good. This is good. You and Vendel, I see that there is much greatness in you, and you have my word and the word of my church. I will do everything I can to see you be where you were meant to be. 
Um, and like it sounds a little sinister coming from his his lips, but he he does like look earnest, even though there's still some of that foggy blood cloud in his eyes. It's a little bit of humming in the background, and and they'll drink. <laughs> I have a suggestion. Uh, you take advancements during this phase, and this would be a great time to take one of each other's moves. Ooh! Oh, that's awesome. Let's trade sheets. So, well, the first one that you have to take from me is is just understanding, which is perfect. You oh, now, I have to. Yeah. Yes. Okay. That, cool. But you get his weird religion now. Yeah. Like it's not creepy to you anymore. That's I mean, great. it's <laughs> creepy, but it's not. It's it's it not a deal breaker. Yeah. <laughs> um. So here. Are... So you are now immune to my creepiness, which is good. I have enough stress to get real, which is great. <laughs> oh, steel heart. Yeah, it's a good one, isn't it? Or, or wait, no. No, no, no. You know what? I think stiff upper lip uh, makes more sense for the conversation. <laughs> that's that we not just a had. good move. <laughs> oh, really? No. Yeah, Actually, that's real quick, what you guys did was get real. So let's roll on get on real sides? really quick. Yeah, and we'll see We'll see kind of how this goes. With what? I was so caught up in the role playing, I forgot there were rolls. Yay! <laughs> it's so okay. It's good to, I think, resolve them after. Yeah. Uh, that is a 15. And I got just a 10. Oh, no, wait, calm? Uh, I got a 9. Okay, so uh, what'd you get? 15. Cool. You can choose one. Uh, remove a stress, uh, and he gets to remove a stress as well. Um, gain trust, you already have trust with another. Uh, you could take them on You could take on each other as a confidant, which is to say a lover, but I don't think that was the scene. Uh, I don't think those are the characters. <laughs> no, exactly. And uh, get through the conversation without having to drown the pain, which is to say... You're going to have to drink after this. <laughs> We're already drinking. That's the point. Let's both remove a stress. Yeah, that sounds good. All right. As for you, uh, I have consequences in mind. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, have you picked a move? Um, um, here, you can read through it while we pick up with... Uh, where are you at? I, I think oh. I'll take Steelheart. That just made more sense. Yeah, it was just an, it was just an off screen. So this whole, like intense and very personal and very meaningful moment has just taken place between between the you two of them completely and missed it and uh vindal comes stumbling back into the room from the back mm-hmm. uh sort of giggling and laughing with this swarthy young lad that he's recently made the acquaintance of in the uh in the evening's proceedings and uh, it's just just kind of walks, you know, blunders back into this conversation. Uh, like, could I get hey, you to, where do we go next? Can I get you to roll real quick? Absolutely. Uh, this is going to be a background roll. Let's see. Let's see how you. Let's basically we're going to find out how the discussion went that got you with this dude. Okay. That's uh, an eighteen. Ooh, yeah, That's yeah, an eighteen. Yeah. So it went any way you want. Excellent. So this this guy is smitten. He's just uh, <laughs> following you around. So this was basically my my romantic. Yeah, go for it. Uh, yeah, stress, no, that's perfect. That thing, but yeah, yeah it was it. just it was just to Remove go that it off screen. But I'm sure. No, perfect. There will be later complications with Jurgen. Cool. So you're down to zero. <laughs> uh, what do you guys want to do now that you're you've met up at the bar? Are you guys good? Uh, uh, I mean, I still got four stress. Or I, I guess have, the tattoo. Yeah. Well, like probably... I come I come bumbling back in and I'm like, I hey, what to... are you guys doing in here? Where are we going now? I have to get in trouble with the cops. 
Yeah. You, so, you don't have to, but it's a good way to get rid of Oh, stress. I'm I want to. Yeah, I think I think uh like I've been creepy enough and there was a bar fight, so I feel like authority is gonna come. Yeah, for, actually, uh, so I'm gonna say that happens for all of you right now. Because somebody ran away actually, we know who ran away from the bar fight, the the pilots, and uh coming through the door are the local militia. How so, many of them? Let's say five. Okay. Uh one of them has a rifle on a like a strap. Uh, like the town gun, <laughs> <laughs> and they uh, they're they're all they're all just dressed in like you know long wool coats and little mountain hats, and you know they 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 stand in front of you, and coming through behind them is the the, the mayor of the town, who is a portly little man of like wearing overalls and like big bushy mustache like that kind of you can picture the the miyazaki looking character right mm -hmm. yeah and he's is, like is he you wearing know, a sash yeah yeah okay. yeah, yeah definitely <laughs> it's yeah. the mayor it's the mayor yeah. of course he's wearing a sash or i guess the burgermeister or whatever and he uh you know, he comes in his monocle pops out as he looks at you particularly like who is this foreigner who are you good morning <laughs> <laughs> uh someone that took the mayor out of bed for this yeah. yeah he is he's not happy and he you know it is not often that we receive a welcome from the local militia well with the behavior that you've been exhibiting i'm surprised it's not more often one of our best pilots is currently being tended to with a wound in his neck. They're pulling glass out of him right now. <laughs> One of you is responsible, and I will see justice done. You're not going to have the run of the place just because you flew some planes and some things exploded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I understand this, and I would like to be the first to apologize and offer my services as recompense. I am from Blutmore. Uh, he says, "Never with, heard of it." <laughs> with a smile. Oh, Where? <laughs> I am not surprised. Blood? What? <laughs> Blutmore is is a very small place, but we are renowned healers. Men and women who have seen great injury come back from our place certainly changed from that injury. Uh, and everybody is like <laughs> shying. The guy with the rifle is like. <laughs> oh, if he's actually raising his rifle very slowly, like, like, the second he touches his rifle, uh, I pull out my gun. No, 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 Fraulein, Fraulein, please. These these men are just here to welcome us as guests, and I think if this mayor, uh, Burgermeister, I, I'm sorry, I did not catch your name, good sir. <laughs> Klaus, 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 yeah, uh, Klaus. Ah, Herr Klaus. Uh, if Herr Klaus would like to see justice, would like to see the blood spilled, put back where it is supposed to be, I can certainly arrange that. So at the, this point, you're doing this like routine, but mm -hmm. two people are pointing guns at one another <laughs> in the middle of it, and only one of us is shaking. Yeah, you're you're <laughs> fine, but this this poor militiaman is like, if I know mouths, try. Yeah. So actually, I would like. 
supposed to be our stress relieving activity. No, I know. This is disaster. But the Great Prairie, nothing that's not flying is stressful to you because it's presumed, <laughs> because it's presumed you're doing it all drunk. <laughs> so, uh, real quick, let's roll. Uh, you're intimidating to get the guy to drop the gun. Yep. And you're you're trying to to reason your way out of this. I, I, I'm not trying to reason my way out of it. This is an intimidation. I I'm saying I can give you what you want, but it is going to be a dark thing. So actually, so you probably don't want to ask. That let's of me. use the help rules for this. Ooh. So Yay. the way that that works is one of you. I think you because mm-hmm. you led that scene is going to roll three d ten instead of two d ten and pick the two highest. Ooh. But if the one that's discarded is a one. The person helping you takes the consequences, even if you succeed. Oh, okay, cool, mm. cool, cool. Let's. let's hope I, roll I really want that to happen. All right. Uh, well, it looks like we're discarding a two, uh, which is almost the one, and I get a fourteen overall. Cool. Uh, plus uh, hard. Uh, so I guess a thirteen Ooh. overall. Okay, cool. So uh, they'll need something from you to uh. They'll resent it and make you pay later. And they'll do it, but only the bare minimum. I like the idea of them needing something from us. I love starting the, a little relationship with this town. What? How can I help you here, Klaus? So, Klaus, I think we get, like, you know, Muttley being evil, like, <laughs> from a second, for a second from him. Like, he sees an opportunity here, and he goes, well, actually... There is something we need. We need some pilots to do something for us. And, well, it's not going to be our own now, is it? We know a few good pilots. Indeed. I would like you to get to your planes. I'll tell you what I want from you on the way. Oh, so soon, so soon. Well, if it is an urgent mission that the town needs, we are happy to accommodate. So, uh, you guys go back to your, your the airfield. The people of the town that you've you know you threw a coin at somebody when you arrived, and it's like you're 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 my mechanic now because that's how it works when you <laughs> yeah. don't. That's fair. When you don't have uh, your own employees, they've fueled your airplanes up and everything's repaired. And the uh, the mayor sits, you know, like takes. I think the mayor takes a chair out and points up the mountain, and he goes, midway up that mountain, is a cave. A fast cave. You can't miss it once you're up there. And there's something that lives inside of it. Something that we haven't seen ourselves, but whose cries will send rocks tumbling down the valley. Who will occasionally spout forth fire and molten rock and make our lives miserable. Hasn't happened in a while, a few months. But it would be wonderful if that creature would would be evicted from above our town. It doesn't pay any taxes. So I think that three brave pilots like yourself, three brave, useful pilots who would like to be able to return here one day, might be interested in dealing with such a creature. Hmm. A beast. Well, what do you think, Fraulein? Sounds interesting. Und the flying fish? Findle is already pulling on his cap. <laughs> are we are we leaving now or? Uh... Well, then it seems I am outvoted, Herr Klaus. <laughs> we will attend to your nasty beast. All right. 
before before leaving and going into her plane, uh, Ivana points at the guard that raised his rifle to her and goes, "This isn't over." <laughs> and the the guard just. I think the guard drops the rifle and <laughs> backs away, but it's on a strap, yeah. so it's just dragging. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, let's get into the air. Mm-hmm. So, so I do still have two stress. So first things we got to do is we've got to do contact. Mm-hmm. Contact is we check if their plane's going to work, and we check if you're going to work. Everybody roll 2d10. Oh, 20. Heck yeah. Nice. What'd you roll? I got an 11. Cool. 13. I have a feeling that none of you have that much stress, so you're all good. Yay! Cool. Yay. Uh, stress is one of those things that builds up in this game, if you don't get rid of it. Because you can only get rid of so much of it in a session before you got to move on. So mm-hmm. eventually it catches up with you. And there's breaks on your sheet, mm-hmm. which is the things that happen to you when you don't deal with your stress. Um, some of them are compels, like, go get into a fight. Go into, get into a lethal fight. And some of them are like stat reductions and stuff. So let's go fight a monster. Cool. So we're going to go very high in the altitude today. Uh, so let's let's move up to like 25 altitude. Woo! We don't ever have to spend fuel or worry about anything when we're getting to where we're going. It's only once things start that things get crazy. Uh, no, that's the opposite. And everybody move your speed up to whatever your natural speed is. Uh, your, where? your thrust. Okay. No, but that would be higher than my... So yeah. I'm going to so go to... Wherever... Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, your plane's repaired, by the way. Like, everything's fixed up. Oh, cool. Yeah, they re- restring the wire and patch some new canvas over it. I would have had a very quick strategy meeting before climbing there. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we can we can summarize that as we, we, we okay, go up. cool. So... Um, so the plan, according to me, is uh, for Zlig to draw the dragon out or the creature out, by just shooting lasers at the mountain, because that'll make a lot of noise and light and so on. And uh, the two of us will come from behind the mountain and uh, get behind it as it comes out. Nice. Cool. Perfect. So I think we're, we're setting up as you approach the, 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 the opening of the cavern, and it is enormous. You could, all three of you could go wingtip to wingtip and fly through and have room to maneuver. It's a, this huge hole bored into the side of the mountain. And uh, as you're up here, over the thrumming of your engine and the howling wind, you can actually hear something deep and dark echoing from inside as you approach. Yeah, I, I think uh, like seeing just the nature of this cave on the approach, uh, I am going to have... Uh, Zlig call on the deep ones, um, which is going to provide him with one forward for his cool. next action. But we'll... so, what do you ask of him? Um, so, I, I, I think he he sings himself a prayer uh, that there's got to be. I, I think in this religion, they see the sky and the sea as the same, but creatures of the earth and ground are sort of profane. Um, so he's like. It's like whispering a prayer for protection from demons, but like he's asking that of demonic creatures. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> okay, cool. So um, you get your plus one forward. And mm-hmm. uh, how are you getting this thing's attention? 
Um, so I, I, I think, I mean, the, the, the plan that I was given was to sort of buzz uh, the entrance and, and fire my laser. So that's what I'm going to be doing. Cool. So you don't have to roll for this. You mm-hmm. just, you fly close to the mouth of the cavern. You fire a laser down it. And you, you hold your, 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 your view on it as you t- start to turn away. And something starts moving up the hole. Some, a light and you catch a glimpse of this light with a color that you can't describe. And that, for a Cthulhu cultist, that's a color. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's mesmerizing to you. And you find your hand moving the flight stick back and moving towards the front of the cave. Roll plus calm. Oh, shoot. Okay. Mm. Not good at that. Oh, um, so that's just going to be a nine. So... You guys were waiting, patiently circling mm-hmm. around the the edge, waiting to drop back down on whatever creature came back out. And instead, your comrade didn't come back, hasn't buzzed away from the mouth of the cavern yet. What do you do? Something's wrong with Sea Lake. Let's go in. Right behind you. All right. So where are you going? What are you doing? Um, we'll just circle and go in after uh, Sea Lake. Go right for the cave. Yeah. Cool. So as you enter the cave, uh, you're, you're buzzing in. This mountain is enormous. This mountain's like forever. It's, yeah. it's ridiculous because everything in Flying Circus is. And you are slowly buzzing towards this light that is emanating through the cave. And as you get closer and closer, the light starts receding a little bit and receding a little bit. And then it reveals the creature on the other side. You recognize it immediately, as most people would, because you are looking at a cave dragon. And a dragon in this universe is like what would happen if an angular angular fish, a bat, and a snake got together and was Satan. So this, yeah, I, I, this is like one of the most profane and awful creatures because it mocks the beautiful creatures of the sea. Uh, like it steals one of the most sacred animals is the angler fish. And how dare this thing? Yeah. So the other, you you guys recognize this thing too. And. No matter what religion or mythology you adhere to, uh, this thing is bad. Mm-hmm. Like, dragons are, when they're not destructive, they're untrustworthy. They can, you know, there's mythology that they can take human form and walk among people. And, like, the the explanation that the religious have for the end of the world is that dragons walked among the, the government and tore, tore it down. Um, which you may or may not believe. It sounds a little ridiculous, like shape-shifting. Are you kidding? You know? But um, you do know that this is a dragon, and it is enormous. It's it, You can fit your planes into its mouth. And it is crawling up on its wings. Its only limbs are also the, the claws on the end of its wings, and it is clawing up along the cave towards your comrade and towards you. How bright is it? Uh, it's bright enough that you can see it, but not that bright. It's, you know, bioluminescence. It's freaking. Okay, cool. Aim for the light. Right. <laughs> All right, cool. Both of you, like, go in, dive in, and yep. uh, roll your attacks. So, plus hard and plus handling. Great. Roll. Oh, oh, oh actually, help. So, oh, oh cool. yeah, yeah we can totally do that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that is a lot. So, 
Uh, 16 plus 5 is 21. <laughs> Whoa! Okay, yeah. So you, um, you, you hammer into the the uh some shots forward so let's let's roll some hit locations all right uh so you're using i have your... a light machine gun cool so you can uh you can hold down the trigger on this one and get more hits as well uh it, it cost me more ammo i guess yeah you'd have to reload right away that's fine cool yeah i mean i saw a good shot so yeah. i figured like after going through some like stalactites and stalagmites yeah. Find the perfect the shot. The two of you line, like, it's some Star Wars stuff, like, through the, mm-hmm. the, the edges and just <laughs> firing away. Your tracer's uh, bright in the darkness of the cave. So that's a, a 7, a 17, and an 18. Perfect. So I'm going to say that uh, that 7, we're going to shift everything because you were aiming for the bulb, so it'll be yep. your other, your other result. So uh, that 7 hits the, the, the bulb, and it sparks and makes this, like, horrible, like, flashing of light like a camera flash and you're back to your senses um and the other ones like fire across the 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 back and like what do you call it the hull of a living thing (laughs) (laughs) the body the body the the high high that's Uh, the word i'm looking for they spark off and do nothing uh it is uh this creature is armored basically Mm -hmm. so what do you do all of you. I sign to uh, to Ivana. I sign sticks. <laughs> oh yeah, we do have bombs. I do have so bombs. Do you all? I, am I getting that all of you have like you've distributed the grenades among the the? I don't think so. I don't think I have any. Yeah. I feel like no, we just have not, right. It's up to us to open up the shop for her. Yeah. Yes. Cool. Yes. So, uh, yeah, the, the, the dragon, like, roars, and it dives for you. Mm-hmm. Get cause... me in its mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Looks like I will have to roll an evade? That would probably be a very good idea, yes. I'd like to assist that. Like, uh, I, I want to do that? I'm like, so the dragon, the, the, the dragon is coming up on this big lumbering ship, and I just want to buzz between them. Oh, yeah, and, like, and, like try get and, it to yeah. follow you? Yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Here, roll one more. Or did you ace it? I Yeah, I mean, I, I got a 15 base uh, plus my calling on the deep ones uh, that would give me a 16. Perfect, that's a perfect success. So you can, one of the things you might want to do here is uh, if you cause it to miss because it's only one hit, it will miss entirely, so minus one hit. And you get to pick two more for your evasion. So let me get to that page because this is a poorly organized playbook right now (laughs) no worries um so you get to uh leave your attacker wide open by attack from turrets uh i mean can i leave yeah leave my attacker wide open oh yeah like it was chasing after you to bite you and it does this thing where it's going like up like that and leaves your attacker where you want them yeah that's what i so i think because uh she said get me in its mouth so what i think uh, Zlieg realizes he needs to do as this thing so, sort of like looms at him in his plane with its mouth open. He goes, as long as it can almost get me, it will have its mouth open. So I just need to stay within. Oh God. Yeah. So you're, nice. you're, you're heading back up and let's say like the cave is bored downwards a little bit. So you're climbing up out of it and you're, you're 
let's let's have you zoom climb basically so you're uh let's let's say you need to get like four or five altitude out mm-hmm. so your speed is just yeah and i'm getting closer to it as yeah. it goes yeah and i love that this thing is anglerfish based because we are now luring it yeah. so that we can <laughs> so try you're to luring it towards the entrance and you're, you can hear the engines just making a horror actually let's find out how bad your engines don't like this and roll mm. 2d10 for each mm-hmm. oh that's right that's because you got two Perfect. Actually, yeah, your your engines are making a bad noise, but they're not breaking, thankfully. Mm-hmm. And uh, you have a plan? Yes, I do. <laughs> uh, luckily, my plane is really, really maneuverable. Yep. So I do this thing where I'm heading forward and cut the engines really quickly and flip over before starting them again. Uh, there is a feature on rotary engine aircraft, early ones, called a blip switch that... They didn't have throttles, mm-hmm. so instead, if you wanted to slow down, you pressed a switch that just stopped fuel to the engine, and you had to, like, feather it to slow down. And if you did it for too long, your airplane would blow up. But <laughs> that sounds like what you're doing. <laughs> I can go really, really low on my speed with no consequences. Yep. So, yeah, I'm just going to, like, cut everything, flip over, and restart, and start, like... Basically, I do like a 180, yeah. and I grab, uh, using my knees to uh, keep my uh, joystick in place, I grab one of the stick bombs. R- roll, um, awesome. roll gain the advantage. This is perfect for that. Uh, what is that? Uh, plus, this sounds daring as hell, so plus daring. Yes, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. I have a lot of speed to spend. So. Yeah, yeah, you'll be fine. Uh, is that a 10 or a 1? That's a 1? Yep, 11. So, yeah, 11. Do you want to make this perfect for 5 speed? Yes, absolutely. Yes! Uh, So, I'm at 1 speed. Oh! So, you're stalling out. I'm okay with that. So, I think you... Oh, God, I think I know exactly what happens here. You pull up next to the dragon. Your engine is, like, just does not like Mm -hmm. this at all. But you're perfectly positioned beside it. And that's when your engine starts cutting out and you ar- start arcing towards the open mouth. <laughs> what do? Oh my god. No, I'm on an audio format. I shouldn't mime what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I grab one of the bombs from behind me, twisted, uh, twisted to uh, prime it and throw it behind me. The mouth is big enough that I won't miss at this point. All right, so I would like you to roll two moves in quick succession here. Yes. I would like you to first roll your attack. Yes, perfect. So open fire. That's uh, plus hard and handling. Uh, That is 11 plus 5 is 16. Cool. And the next thing that I would like you to roll is plus calm to recover from your stall. Uh, that is oh, wow. enough. Uh, 17 plus 5, 24. Yeah, okay, yeah. So you you perfectly, I think you arc over its mouth and come back that down. That was my wow. plan all along. goes right There's into like it. This heart-stopping moment, because I, I hear the engine cut out yeah. as, the, as they're over the mouth. And, like, yeah. oh. and at that moment, the jaws snap closed, like these huge needle-like teeth inches from, I think it, oh God, it grabs the... The, the the fluttering yeah, one of the banners oh. battered, yeah. battle tendrils. Yeah. And you, you like you you have to pull something and it releases them and you mm-hmm. go off into the sky. 
And then the bomb goes off in its gullet, and you can see it through the 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 skin there, like the little flash inside of it, as it the smoke rises out of its mouth and it pitches backwards, and its eyes fix on you behind it. What do you do? I evade. As well, oh, is it is it coming out? It's. It might be. You. What do you do? I flee. Yeah. Yes. The only way to flee, the only place to flee is to turn around and go deeper. All right. Oh. Then I'm doing it. Oh, shop! <laughs> <laughs> so you turn and you start fleeing into the... the... I'm going to start diving to, yeah. to speed up. Yeah, you start diving yeah. down into the cave. You speed up. Go ahead. You've dive got this fish. The and the... Which is now your call sign. <laughs> yeah. the, the dragon like ro- rolls over around itself and starts falling back into the cave. Sort of half-controlled. It's like teeth are blown out and it's bleeding from its mouth. Uh, but it sees you and its eyes have glazed over. It's going, it's hungry for blood and you're there. And it starts yelling at you in what you think might be human speech, but it's so garbled by the injury that it has. So it, it's, you know, <laughs> it's coming after you. So uh, you you dive down deep, and the inside of the mountain opens up, and you realize that, like, if you had any geological training, which you do not, you would realize <laughs> that this is the inside of a, a dead volcano. Oof. So um, the, it's vast before you, and dotting the ground are little bioluminescent eggs. And by little, I mean, like, six or seven feet across. Oh, mm. God. That's so cool. Very cool. Zelig, throw some rocks at it. <laughs> so what do you do? Do we have, like, flares or something? How do we signal? Do we Can we signal? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you have flare guns. Okay. I I definitely like, went off, like, behind me yeah. toward toward the two of them. It's a kind of, yeah. you oh, fire come f- down you here. You fire a, flame over, uh, a flare over the shoulder of the dragon yeah. as it comes for you. Yeah. Right, so as you, you do that... You, like, look back to do that, and the dragon is almost right on top of you. So you do that, and then you're going to get hit. All right. Oh, wait. What am I doing? I don't roll in this game. <laughs> uh, you roll. Evade. Excellent. Well, sometimes you roll. Sometimes I roll, but just to do hit locations. Mm. So I'm trying to do one of those scrape the ground as I oh, pull yeah. back up. Yeah, go for it. Uh, plus handling, plus keen. All right, that's 11, 13. Okay, uh, do you want to make that a perfect success for more speed? Yes, absolutely. Cool, so reduce your speed by how much you need to get to 16. All right. Uh, so you're at 10, and yeah, you you scrape the ground, and let's say it like, plows into the ground behind you and like scrabbles along the floor, and it, it crushes some of the eggs in the process, and it screams as it does it, as it realizes what happens, and it's like a... It's not an inhuman thing. It is like disturbingly human sounding. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, fast. Uh, what do you two do as you see this little red flare pop up over the corner of the dragon? I, I got to imagine what what in our little community does a red flare mean? I, I assume it's like more danger ahead. Well, what does it mean? <laughs> my, my, my intent was... Uh, like come this way. Okay, come this way. Yeah. Okay, okay. Attention. Yes. Yes. All right. Uh, so, um. <laughs> so with that, I, I mean, Zlig knows that bullets are not 
hurting this thing. And although the, you know, explosives obviously did a lot of damage, it's not enough to make this thing not a threat. So I think he's like, it's up to me to aim a shot to actually stop this dragon from from being a problem for us. So I think he's going to try and like take a shot at the wing or the tail to uh, try and affect this thing's ability to fly. Cool, yeah. So you dive in after it and mm-hmm. you roll that. Roll open fire. Okay. So that is going to be a uh, 14 from the roll, 15, and it depends on what stat I should be using for uh, this. Plus hard. Plus hard. Okay, so that that is just 14 overall. So do you want to make it... Uh, want to spend some speed? Oh, just yeah. Okay. Always trade your speed for advantage here. So, okay. uh, you're at, you're going. I couldn't have been going 17, so no, I'm no, at no. seven right now. Yeah, so down to five, and you're going to stall out at that. Yeah. Okay, that's boy. perfect. So you you line up and you shoot, uh, and want more hits? Want more damage? What do you want out of this? Uh, I think I want hits because I like I want to either really really severely damage that wing and that tail to make it so that it can't like either get airborne or properly steer it all right and if you want you can burn your your battery out on this one and <laughs> you'd have to you'll have to I'm, fly around I, to I get it back i can't burn my bar- battery okay. out. oh you fly around to get it back it's, it's powered by a dynamo mm, then i'll do that yeah okay uh, so that is well i mean two hits on the same place is pretty good um so we're gonna shift them down because you were aiming uh oh wait no you can't well good news you hit it a whole bunch oh good Uh, you you particularly scorch up one area of its tail you strike it on the wing and along the back of the neck Mm -hmm. uh the laser boils away at the 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 it's it's hide but does very little but when it hits the wing that one catches it on fire the wing is skin and relatively thin and so a, a little like smoldering, roasting, sizzling part just goes along it as your laser passes through it. And then your plane stalls out and starts to fall towards the ground right along the side your plane just recovering. So what do you do? Oh, you probably want more speed, by yes, the way. Yes, I chase. <laughs> cool. So let's open your throttle. So roll. Uh, you're going to be rolling 40, uh, 40, 10 and hopefully not exploding. Okay. Your engine cannot take a lot of damage. Uh, 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 I have five, four, five, and ten. No, t- no ones. You guys are lucky. On one of my playtests, somebody uh, at Metatopia, somebody burned their engine out, uh, taking off. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, we're very good pilots. Yeah. So you 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 dive in after it. Go up to your your thrust and speed. Uh, that is up to eight. Yep. So like up to plus eight speed from what I am right now. No, just or... up to eight. Okay, cool. Then I'm at eight. Cool, and you you start in after it. So what do you do? What are you trying to do to this thing? Um, it's still like zeroed in on Vendel, right? Yep. Uh, I'm, and right now it's like on the ground. Uh, I'm being flashy and trying to get its attention. Okay, cool. Uh, I don't think you gotta have to roll for that. I think that you just do some some sweet flips, and um, it starts following you. Cool. Its vision is motion based. Uh, just stand still in the airplane. <laughs> 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 Only one of you had a helicopter. Um, cool. So, what are you doing as you you pull up into the the um, the what's the word for the the internal chamber of a volcano? It's really cool. It starts with a C. Caldera. That's the That's one. That's it. Nice. Nice. 
Uh, as I see the dragon's attention shift to Ivana, then I want to I want to start like I'm in in Vendel's head. He's kind of treating the head like a plane. Yeah. So he wants to he wants to you know as if this was any dogfight. If the dragon you know when the so dragon sorry. starts chasing Ivana, he wants to get behind the head and try to do a basically strafe it. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I have a suggestion. Get in real close and use the scatter guns. That sounds great to me. They're eight hit hits a piece. So, do we have 16 D20s? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we we're just going to be doing some re-rolling. Yeah, so you, uh, roll to gain the advantage and dogfight the head of the dragon. Uh, can I help? Uh, yeah, actually, you're you're drawing it along. So, yeah, yeah, throw a... And this would make perfect sense. We know what will happen on a one. Yep. <laughs> All uh, right, I'm discarding a four. So, I get a 13. All right. And what am I adding? Uh, what your best stat? Oh, all right, that's yeah. a plus two then. Cool. So I'm up to fifteen, and I will gladly sacrifice a one speed. One yeah. speed. Perfect. Uh, and yeah, you uh, you get uh behind this dragon's head, and you want to open fire? Absolutely. You're like right up behind it. So roll two d ten, plus hard, plus handling, which you don't have to worry about. You know what? Once per session. <gasps> Bullseye. I would like to bullseye this scattergun oh. hit on this dragon's head. Cool. So yeah, you automatically hit. So let me what? get the list. That's dope. Yeah, because he's Luke Skywalker. This is him using the, the force. The targeting computer is <laughs> zeroing in. You There's hit a it. little a little radish appears to you. <laughs> you hit it on the neck exactly where the bottle went in. <laughs> get to the root of this problem. <laughs> So pick one, uh, inflict plus one hit for we per weapon. Don't do that. We don't want to roll any more than we have to. Inflict plus one damage per hit. Uh, shift locations towards a desired slot, like eyes. Sure. I, I did pull up 16d20 uh, on this oh. die roller. If you just want to shake it up for yeah, yourself. Yeah, and um, I, think, I think, yeah, which one do you want? I think the uh, desired location sounds cool. pretty good yeah, to me. Yeah, roll them. Mm -hmm. i just shake it this way? Yeah. That I should do it. These. All right. Take a take a look at what they. All right. So let's see what. Let's see what. Oh, good fucking lord. <laughs> so um, oops, the phone died. But I got enough to know that you shot it in the eyes like three or four times. <laughs> I, to me, a scatter gun's like a shotgun. Yeah. Okay. So this is just one huge, yeah, close range blast. And it, I think. You, you loop around, and it turns back towards you, and you're flying right down the barrel of it. And you shoot it, both shots from the top deck of your plane, just poof, and it right into its eyes. And it is blinded, it shrieks, it hits the ground and starts thrashing about. It's crushing eggs, the wings are sprawling out. And it, um... Real quick, what's your character's name? Vindal. It, like stops for like after a few moments and it starts like looking blindly into the air and it calls Vindel! Vindel, what have you done? Hmm. Stay focused. You got this. Uh, uh, you insolent little creature! <laughs> what, what is happening right now? <laughs> I mean, it's on the ground. I have more bombs. You're just gonna throw bombs at it? Yeah. I don't think we have to roll at this point. I think this is kind of sad, actually. Uh, I want to make sure, though, that Zlig is not going to die. 
Yeah. Yeah, I gotta make this uh, roll to, like, speed up. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Recover real quick, and mm-hmm. then I think, we, I think we know where this is going at this point. Okay. Whew. Calm. Okay, so that is, unfortunately... Uh, just 12. And handling, too? Or, no, yeah, uh, and actually, handling. Yeah. yeah, and handling. So, okay, well, you're making it worse. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that that is now uh, 11. So I th- 11? Mm-hmm. You just make it. Cool. Thank- so, That's because of me praying to the gods yep. earlier, yeah. folks. So you, 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 I think you like skim the rocks and you just avoid the claw of this dragon. And it is... It's pretty much down for the count. It's got a hole in its wing. It's bleeding from the mouth and the eyes. And I think that finishing it off is a pretty sad affair. It has to be done. Yeah. It takes a while. I have a lot of bombs. (laughs) There are still eggs that must be taken care of, too. How easily can I land in the caldera? Easy. Yeah. You guys are very skilled. Because I kind of don't want to worry about the eggs. I want to finish off the dragon. And maybe well, yeah, we, we got to finish off the dragon we, first. We can probably but... sell those. Or do something interesting with them. Mm. All right. I mean... Uh, Fraulein, you are the boss. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like Kill literally it. the worst idea. I got you the egg of Satan. <laughs> you Kill can make it. some cool-ass ink with this shit. <laughs> Kill it. It knows my name. <laughs> that's that's yeah. pretty spooky. I think it's the, pretty the dragon blood is like luminescent and looks like lava is the other yeah. like very cool so it's just like pouring out of it as you you dive bomb it a few mm-hmm. times until yep. it stops moving and then you fly we i think our final shot is the three of you in your your aircraft with you know the some a big chunk taken out of the uh the the, the flyers behind it crawling out of the the cavern and starting the slow descent towards the mountains below. And from the inside of this long dead volcano, smoke rises. (laughs) (laughs) Good job, everyone. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Thank you so much, Erica. Thank you. It was great. Yeah. Very thrilling. Uh, And this is on Kickstarter now. So if you like aerial combat, if, if you like the drama of Night Witches, but you want it a little bit more uh, mechanically robust flavor, um, and you wanted like the fantasy of Pocoroso, uh, this is definitely the game for you, uh, and you can catch it on Kickstarter right now. Erica also included levels for folks uh, who might not be having the best time financially, which uh, means that, you know, it, it's just more opportunities for people to pick it up. Uh, so... Thanks again, Erica. Thanks, Rob. Thanks, Lexi, for, for joining us. Uh, and if, you know, weird German fantasy isn't your bag, stretch goals have been added for, like, oh yeah, all sorts of things. Uh, it, speaking of weird fantasies, uh, there is a Blimpleggers stretch goal. Mm-hmm. So yes. if you listen to the One Shot Network show's System Mastery, uh, you know about their airship-based uh, run, run, uh, rum running uh, magical game, Blimpleggers, uh, and Erica has volunteered to make that game happen. And the way that we'd be doing it is through the mechanics of Flying Circus. It's going to be a very cool thing. That stretch goal has already been hit. So if you're a System Mastery fan, that's there. There's uh, also Magical Girls, Space, and if you're boring, History. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, again, thanks everybody for playing. Uh, This was a blast.
Well, Heroes, that's it for One Shot this week, but don't worry, we'll be back next week with a new game that I haven't quite decided yet. In the meantime, if you're looking for other great gaming shows, be sure to check out System Mastery. System Mastery follows Jeff and John as they scour the bargain bin of game stores across the country to bring you up-to-the-decade reviews of failures and secret successes of RPG history. That's Thursday nights at 9 after an all-new Becker or wherever you find your podcasts. Remember, this Wednesday on the OneShot Twitch stream, we'll have a new episode of A Woman with Hollow Eyes, 7.30 p.m. Central Time at twitch.tv slash OneShotRPG. We're starting to close in on the season one finale, so if you want to catch up, now is the time to do that. You can check out all of our past episodes over on our YouTube page. And while you're on Twitch, be sure to set a reminder for yourself over on our events page for our newest program, which is going to be premiering April 12th at 7 p.m., Total Party Kill with John Patrick Cohen. John is going to be sitting down to play Gloomhaven with some of his friends, including James Dugan, who you'll know from our Inspectors and Three Rocketeers series. As always, we end one shot with a call to action, and this week I want to talk about the 2020 census. For those who don't know, the census is the most official way the U.S. government tracks population data. We use that to decide things like drawing political districts, allotting congressional representatives to states, and fairly distributing federal funds for education, social services, transportation, and other necessities. The current administration has already allocated insufficient funds to fund the U.S. Census for 2020, which is likely to result in inaccurate counts, which means unfairly distributed services. And to make matters worse, the administration wants to include questions about citizenship on the census for the first time since 1950. This accomplishes nothing for some of the truly vital functions of the census. All it does is appease racists, and that's not what we should be using federal resources to do. We need to come together to push back against this, and a great way to do that is calling your representatives. One of the easiest ways to call is to head over to a site called fivecalls.org, which has issues like this listed on the site, along with contact information for your representatives and scripts to read while you're on the phone to make sure your message gets across. Calling takes just a few minutes, but we need your voice to count against those who would push for discriminatory policies. As always, a humble and hearty thanks to our supporters on Patreon. If you want to help us in a non-monetary way, the best thing you can do is tell a friend. You can also leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Every five-star review we get helps new people find the show. For the latest one-shot news, be sure to follow me on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Look us up on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod, or look for news on the site at OneShotPodcast.com. If you want to inquire about ad rates, live appearances, commissioning episodes, or you have a general question or comment for the show, contact us at GameMaster at OneShotPodcast.com. OneShot is a production of the OneShot Podcast Network, in association with Paracosm Press. Paracosm Press is a Chicago-based tabletop games publisher. You can find more information at P-A-R-A-C-O-S-M-Press.com. Finally, that music which is right now swelling up over my voice is Adventure by Be Your Own Pet, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes. Heroes.